Hello, I'm Martin Park. You can call me Coach. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about the awful vegan diet. And before all the vegans and plant-based eaters and probably most of the vegetarians as well start shouting out in protest, relax. This is not what you think. This story has a happy ending. Recently, when I was in London, at around 2.30am in the morning, as I was suffering from jet lag from flying in from Australia and I was going to go for a walk to get some fresh air, I was taking the elevator from the 15th floor to the foyer of the apartment block that I was staying at and it stopped at the 10th floor and an extremely thin and sickly looking young man in his mid-twenties stepped into the elevator with me. With a pained and uncomfortable expression, he politely said good morning, to which I replied with the same. Unfortunately, one of the problems with being an empathetic human is that I often find myself interfering with other people's lives and problems without being asked. And I do this because, as I feel their pain and suffering, I would feel terrible about myself if I didn't offer a helping hand when I know that I could most likely assist them. So, to the back of his head I asked, are you okay? To which he didn't verbally reply, he just ever so slightly shook his head from side to side. As we approached the ground floor, I asked, is there anything I can do to help you? The elevator door opened to an empty foyer, and he was standing motionless in the doorway, blocking my ability to exit. We both stood in the silence for a moment before he turned around and faced me with his head bowed to the ground out of embarrassment, and he had tears running down his face. We went to a 24-hour cafe and had a cup of tea, as you do, as it has been empirically recognised that drinking tea makes anything better. So... I briefly told him who I was and what my background was so as to hopefully reassuring that my intent was honourable and he could trust me. He explained how for the past year he had been having massive daily panic attacks and how because of that he had had to quit his job and how he was on medication and was living off sickness benefits. He talked for around half an hour about how he had developed all these phobias and psychological problems and that he was getting counselling that didn't seem to be helping, but what can you do when you're going insane? And the whole time he was physically writhing against the irritation of his weakened nervous system and body. The first real question I asked him, and I knew that it wasn't going to be received very well, was, what is your diet like? How do you eat? And he shook his head and looked at me as if to say, haven't you been listening to me? What has that got to do with anything? He looked back at the table and he replied, my diet's fine, I'm a vegan, it's the healthiest diet in the world, so don't worry about it. Then he looked up at me again and said in a semi-aggressive tone, anyway, I'd rather die than kill an animal. And with that, he stared at me, nodding his head in approval of his own statement. These types of situations are tricky. He hasn't walked into my world seeking my help. I have pushed myself into his. My eldest brother Stephen was an alcoholic. He spent most of his late teens and his 20s in and out of jail and he had attempted to commit suicide on a number of occasions. It didn't matter how many times I tried to help him, it made no difference. In fact, in some ways it seemed to make it worse, culminating in him stabbing me and on another occasion trying to shoot me with a shotgun. Finally, at the age of 29, he killed himself with an overdose of various tablets. I felt a sense of relief, not for me, but for him as his life was one continuous, painful struggle. If this young man sitting in front of me would truly rather die than kill an animal, then that is his right. So I stood up and said, thank you for the tea and conversation. I will be on my way. To which he looked at me in a pained panic and said, I thought you said you could help me. Please. Over that week, he emailed me his diet diary that I'd got him to keep. 
which I then analyzed for all his macro and micronutrients and everything else. He was basically eating junk food all day long, every day. Sure, it was vegan, but it was an awful vegan diet, a useless vegan diet. His total calories were adequate. His carbohydrates were a bit on the high side. His protein was a bit on the low side, but he wasn't doing much, so that wasn't the main problem. His fat intake was a mess, both on balance and type, but his main problem was that he was deficient in vitamin B1, B2, B5, B12, choline, folate, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin K, calcium, iron, magnesium, manganese, potassium, zinc, omega-3, omega-6, fiber, and water. What a mess. I recommended four things. I changed his diet to be an excellent vegan diet. Structured, wholesome, balanced, varied, and naturally providing all the macro and micronutrients that are possible with a well-designed and carefully considered vegan diet. I put him on a course of rather aggressive supplementation to get his base levels back up as soon as possible, which also meant he obtained some from his doctor as injections. I also gave him a list of supplementation that he should continue to take while ever he chooses to remain vegan. I asked him to read the book Self-Help for Your Nerves by Dr. Claire Weeks. It's an old book, but it is beautifully written with equal parts compassion and expertise. I sent him links to some vegan YouTube channels that are balanced in their perspectives on how to live a full and healthy vegan lifestyle. He was gracious and appreciative and promised me that he would put into practice everything that I had recommended. Shortly after that, I headed back to Australia. Sometimes with people I help, I never hear back from them. It doesn't bother me. It's the way that it is. They improve and get on with their lives and forget, which for me is great and the point of it all so all good there. But he did get back to me. He sent me an email around three months later. He was back working. He was feeling much stronger and calmer. His panic attacks were almost gone. They were still with him, but he was managing them and they had lost their power over him so he was no longer walking around in fear. He had stopped smoking. Not that he had told me that he was a smoker while I was helping him, but that's understandable and another positive step for him. And then he thanked me. And that is my story of the awful vegan diet. I thank you for listening and I look forward to spending some time with you again. Bye for now.